Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Top Gun Maverick is the movie I finally watched because it came out on streaming Paramount Plus, a movie that blew the doors off of the box office and theaters. Uh, just being one of the most successful movies of the year. One of the movies that really brought movies back to the theaters in a way. And a movie I kind of wish I had seen in a movie theater, right? I haven't been to a movie theater since before the pandemic. Basically, just review whatever becomes available through streaming. And uh, this one I've been avoiding hearing about. Obviously heard nothing but good things about. I enjoyed the first Top Gun that was released back in the before time, the early the 80s, I, for, I think, when the first one came out. Uh, and to hear this one, you know, I was excited. Despite the fact that the movie, uh, the director of this film, Joseph uh, Kaczynski, also directed a movie that I saw recently that came out on, on Netflix uh, called Spiderhead. Uh, I absolutely hated that movie. That was a garbage movie, and uh, which was surprising because this movie had already come out in theaters, and I'd heard good things, and this was another movie by that same director. So I was like, ooh, maybe this will be a fun action movie. Like I've, he I've been hearing Top Gun Maverick was not. Very, very laughable movie. Tonally all over the place. Did not like it. If you want to hear my in-depth thoughts on it, I did a review. This movie, however, I absolutely loved. Uh, it is a movie, I would say, very simple movie, this movie, right? There's not a whole lot of moving parts. Uh, by far a superior film to the first Top Gun movie. Uh, this is takes place 30 years after the, the first movie. Uh, we have our lead, Tom, Tom Cruise, uh, is the pilot Maverick, uh, Pete Mitchell. If you had asked me what Maverick's name was in Top Gun, I would never have guessed Pete. Does not seem like I, I don't know. It just it was it's weird to hear his name be used in this one. Um, Miles Teller is Rooster, who is the son of Goose. Uh, we have Val Kilmer making an appearance, which I loved seeing Val Kilmer come back. We have Jennifer Connelly playing a character that was only briefly mentioned in the first film. Uh, not the same love interest, obviously, that was from the first film, uh, but a character that was mentioned as a previous love interest of she was like the captain's daughter or whatever that Mer that Maverick got into a relationship with before the events of the first Top Gun. So she is brought back as a love interest for this one. In a lot of similar ways, this movie does hit on a lot of the same beats. It has the rebellious nature and rule-breaking nature of, of Maverick. It has him breaking rules in similar ways. It has similar love scene type of things, uh, but I think handled in a much better way. A, 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 in every aspect, I think this movie executes at a higher level, whether it's from just the writing, whether it's from the characters, the the actual flying shots are amazing. The first movie, it is almost incoherent what each 
shot what you're looking at what these planes are doing versus this one is amazing and in very very many ways this is a mission impossible movie this is a movie where maverick is being brought back to teach the top gun course because there is an impossible mission that they need him to uh succeed to teach these pilots to do to to execute right so it definitely has that that same uh mission impossible vibe but i loved it man it's so much fun i've put this movie on at least two or three times since watching it the first time this past week so it's you know not necessarily paying attention but it's definitely fun the action scenes being put in the cockpit with these pilots as they're going uh clearly you can see that they are flying at least you know you can tell that tom cruise is probably flying a lot of the times um loved it there's a couple things that you know i'll nitpick at the end of this review but for the most part obviously uh, uh an absolutely bl a blast to watch this movie so much fun to watch this movie i can understand why it did so well in the theaters definitely a, th a movie theater movie uh the the talk that it's getting as far as being nominated or even having a chance to win best picture i think is laughable but crazier things have happened in the academy awards i just you know it's definitely a lot of fun it's definitely a movie especially for an action movie i think it's handled in a really well great way i think as far as action movies go this is one of the better action movies that you will see right because it it is simplified it's not trying to do too much like the first movie i think was definitely trying to do too much and things didn't really fall fall into place as well as this movie and this movie has is all wrapped around the death of goose in the first movie like this movie explores how these different characters have been affected and changed by the death of goose specifically maverick and rooster rooster being the son maverick being his his co-pilot uh from the first movie the one that you know they were doing a training procedure and maverick lost control of a plane and in ejecting from that plane goose died because he hit the canopy and uh you know heartbreaking from the first movie but using that in this movie instantly gives everything stakes instantly sets these characters up in a way that that makes everything much more important for them to survive i mean that is one thing clearly as maverick goes to this uh be the teacher of top gun his big thing is not just completing the mission but for everybody to come back home alive and every time during their training simulations that they mess up or they fail he is telling them what would you say to that person's parents that now just lost a son like it is clearly something that has changed maverick it has completely changed them and interesting to see how in the first movie maverick was a lot like hangman is in this movie right hangman in this movie gets his name because he leaves his his partners hanging right he he kind of ditches things and goes rogue which is something that Maverick did a lot in the first movie before this whole thing. Also, I love that Val Kilmer is still around. Like, Val Kilmer's character Ice is the reason 
that Maverick is recruited to teach these kids uh, because he was the second best in the class where Ice was the first and writes in great how, you know, Val Kilmer, the actor, is suffering from a lot of things and, and you know, is a very different man than he used to be and has clearly been damaged by illness and cancer and things like that. Uh, the documentary Val is great, but it's great to see him in this movie, at least in a scene. He gets a scene with Tom Cruise, mostly communicates through text messages. And then, you know, in this movie, I guess some spoilers in this movie, he eventually passes away. And when he does, he was the only person protecting Maverick from the military who did not want to do anything with him because Maverick is such a loose cannon at times. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up. $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced. Hundreds of episodes countless different podcasts you also get access to my personal blog a new blog comes out every week in addition to that you get my creative writing that i'm releasing you also get access to asking me anything 14 years of experience podcasting i've been creating art my entire life i've been using photoshop since middle school and you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else so those are the benefits for signing up for inspired disorder plus and now let's get back to the show but i love it man you know when he gets comes back to do kind of do that that proof of concept run right they have this mission and you know the fact that this is clearly a military propaganda as the first movie is the fact that you know the quote-unquote enemy is never really named it is just an enemy of our allies this is somebody that has obtained uh like nuclear grade plutonium right so going back to the weapons of mass destruction argument that george bush lied to the american people about to get us into a never-ending war in the middle east right it is very similar to that where it's like based on their intel these this enemy of our allies has these weapons grade plutonium and we need to go take it out so the fact that it's not doesn't really go into naming i mean that is kind of what the military would dream that is like their dream situation to have this nameless faceless enemy that they could just label as the enemy and never really get to know them in any way but aside from the military propaganda which this movie is uh i think because it is kind of feels like a mission impossible thing right they're not going to kill people they are going to destroy this place that this plutonium is being stored right and in doing that it's in like this crazy like gulch or whatever 
and they only have a certain amount of time. They have like these newer jets. They have all these missiles that are guarding the sky. And of course, just like in Mission Possible, there's one way they can get through. There's an air shaft, right? It's kind of in some ways even like Star Wars, where it's like we got to fly through these these canyons really low to the ground. The max height is 100 feet off the ground, so insanely close to the ground through these tight turns in this like river canal right so they can not be detected by the the radar not be detected by these missiles and get to a place where they have to not only drop one bomb set of bombs but two sets of bombs into this place so it sets up like oh okay we know it's clear the mission's clear what has to happen so when they're training, it's clear whether you're watching Mission Impossible or Ocean's Eleven. You know what the objective is. You can see the training is fun. You get to have all those fun moments where Maverick is the 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 teacher and he's up in the planes and he's he's pushing them to the limits, really riding on Rooster, you know, somebody that he cares a lot for and has done a lot to protect, which a lot of those times in him protecting is really kind of hindered rooster so all of that stuff is great right great flying scenes but when he does the proof of concept thing after ice is dead and he has to do it definitely tom cruise makes like they have to get through this run in under two and a half minutes and his acting in that feels like he's doing the thing right later on during the mission it's way more relaxed like they still have the same time restraints but there is not that same intensity that he had which is noticeable right neither him nor the plane that's tailing him right because they're going in groups of two like they're paired off two groups paired off him and i forget the the call sign of the other woman um phoenix so maverick and phoenix phoenix is the pilot of the other one and they kind of effortlessly do it. And then the other two groups are like way behind and somehow are able, not only able to catch up in time, right? Rooster, don't think, just fly, which is from the first movie, right? A lot of aspects from the first movie, little catchphrases like do that pilot shit, Maverick. Great, great use in this movie comes from the first movie. Don't think, just fly, just do it. Um, from the first movie and he's able to catch up somehow right tom cruise barely able to do it in two and a half minutes on his proof of concept and then rooster is able to go through most of the thing really slackly and then somehow catch up whatever and then so here's some nitpicks so that was a little nitpick he was like well <clears throat> like they were just barely getting this mission done in time with the proof of concept and now during the mission seems pretty effortless and then the laser guiding thing for rooster doesn't work so he just has to do it blind and of course it makes it in but it's like what like okay just this is like i that's just I, I don't know it was noticeable not a huge thing but it's like Right, right when the the missile guiding laser thing isn't working, it's like, and he says, I'm going to do it blind. It's like, okay, obviously it's going to go. And, of course, it goes directly where it needs to go, which is like, whatever. Okay. 
And then it's this crazy chaos that happens when they're not even done. Getting out is the hard thing, right? Getting in is one thing. Getting out is a hard thing. Which I thought all that stuff was great. All that stuff. And even after that, right, they say, you know, Maverick saves Rooster and then Rooster goes back to save Maverick. Great back and forth. They even argue, I'm trying to save you. No, I was trying to save you. Great. Love that back and forth, right? And even when they go to get in the old museum piece, right, which I think is another line from the first one, in this old fighter jet from the first Top Gun, pretending to be them and then somehow get out. little nitpicky, but not whatever. Maverick is able to take off in a much shorter runway than necessary, right? He's able to do magical things in these planes, whatever. The other nitpicky thing, what was the other nitpicky thing? Um, I guess those were the only real two nitpicky things I had. Him dropping it blind and then able to catch up. Like Rooster was able to do some magical stuff in this movie as well. Uh, but great. I mean, even um, definitely emotional, even in the beginning of this movie where you see Tom Cruise, who's still a test pilot, still pushing the boundaries, still rebellious, breaking rules, breaking orders. Right. He's trying to go Mach 10 in this new test plane and is somehow able to do it and then tries to push it even farther. And then, of course, blows up. There's the scene with him going into a diner and asking where he is and the kids like earth like it's a funny great scene right because he looks like he's a spaceman uh even his his like sidekick guy hondo who was there for the test flight thing and then there during the training stuff great oh another nitpicky thing <laughs> the team building thing that that maverick does right because they need a scene right in the first movie it's the scene where they're shirtless playing volleyball right a lot of criticism of the first movie, how it's, you know, homoerotic or whatever. So they needed to change that up in this movie. They need to make it more manly, more alpha male, right? So instead of playing volleyball, we're going to have them play football on the beach, right? So we can still get those beach shots, dudes off with their shirts, right? Okay, cool. But the way they're playing football is with the two balls and everybody's playing offense and defense at the same time, right? just looks ridiculous it is the most ridiculous thing it would have been fine if it was just regular football but they had to add the extra element of this chaos of two people playing offense and defense at the same time makes no sense maybe that's something that's a thing people do i've never seen heard of or it just look it just it just, it just, it was like they needed a scene to have these characters with their shirts off, and they got that, right? Sports, more manly sport with football, but then for some reason, somebody had the idea we should have two footballs. I want to take a quick break from the show to let you all know that there is official merch for the Ray Taylor Show. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com. You can get t-shirts, different artwork available, different designs, all on high quality materials. 
in all the sizes. There's also iPhone cases made of biodegradable material. That's right. This is not bad for the environment. This is good for the environment. So all of those designs that are available on t-shirts are also available on phone cases designed by me, sold by me. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com to support the Ray Taylor show and promote it out in the world so all of the people in your life can see that you are a fan of the Ray Taylor show. Now, let's get back to that very show right now. The casting of Miles Teller was great. Like the way his mustache and the way he wore those sunglasses so much looked like his quote unquote dad. So much like imagery looked like Goose, which was great, right? Which clearly made the fact that Maverick struggling with the fact that he lost Goose, blames himself, doesn't want the same thing to happen to his son. You know, the scene of them seeing Great Balls of Fire in the first movie and then his son playing the piano in that bar. Great. All that stuff's great. Don't really need to get into the other pilots necessarily. There's little introductions in the bar. We get to see a little bit of them. But the majority of the film is Maverick and Rooster dealing with this this loss of, of Goose and how that's impacted both of them, how that's made Rooster a little bit tentative, right? Holding back, being way more cautious, how that's made Maverick way more concerned with the, the lives and safety of the pilots. And then you still have the people in charge really caring more about the planes than they are about the humans flying the planes. And it brings up the whole thing of, you know, drones taking over, which is like this whole mission would have been easy, easy if they had used drones, right? Like have a drone fly in, drop the thing, and you can sacrifice the drone. Hell, you could just fly the drone into where the things are, right? Instead of putting people's lives and all this money for these planes at risk, like a drone would have, they could have sent a hundred drones to go execute this same mission, never putting a human life at risk. But we got to have this movie, right? We got to have a reason why there's pilots. We got to have a reason why, you know, Maverick has to go back and train these new top pilots to do this mission, this impossible mission. But I loved it. And even the, the Jennifer Connelly stuff, it really feels tacked on. You know, it, it it's fine. I guess you have to have a love interest. It's a character that was only mentioned briefly once in the first movie, right? Penny, the daughter of a of a captain or whatever. And there's the thing with the daughter, don't you don't you leave my mom again, right? And she takes him on extreme sailing. Which that was fun, you know. There's, it's fun, I guess, but and it wasn't a big part of it, right? Just adding a little dash of romance to this action movie, right? Don't really care, but you know, it's fun. There's a little back and forth fun in the bar, right? So it's, it's got some fun moments to it. Ta you know, it, it, it takes it away from just being about the pilots all the time. So I liked it, you know. I liked, I liked uh, the action was a lot of fun. Um, the, the simple nature of it and really, you know, 
you know, you have the fun moment in the beginning with the test pilot. You have the fun moment where they're kind of starting to do the training. And then you have Tom Cruise, you have Maverick pull off this thing in under two and a half minutes. And then you have the actual mission, which is kind of crazy. And then there's the rescue mission that's crazy as well. And then even Hangman coming at the last minute, right? Like, on some level, you always knew there's no way they're going to kill these people off. But you, there's still that tension because you never know, right? You never know. And uh, it was it was pretty great. As Do that pilot shit. You know, that just him yelling that and both of them like, talk to me, goose, talk to me, dad. Don't think, just do like all the little kind of catchphrases from the first one I thought were really good. Um, it's not the plane, it's the pilot. Right. And, you know, Maverick kind of showed that flying that museum piece, which I thought was a lot of fun. Let's see if there's anything. Uh Um, yeah, I think that's it. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Not surprised that, I mean, it's a perfect action movie, I would say. You know, got great action. Has a, enough ingredients to make it to, you know, round it out a little bit so it's not just straight action. It's got the heart. It's got the instant, you know, stakes with Goose's death. I love that it... It really is a movie that honors Goose. It's a movie that uh, also honored Tony Scott at the very end, shows respect. It had a lot of respect for the original movie. I think it improved on a lot of the things the original movie did. Um, you know, honored Val Kilmer, brought him into the role back, you know, into the movie despite his situation. Uh, John Hamm played a great, you know, kind of the bad guy, similar to the first movie, you know, the Admiral. So all that stuff I really did enjoy. Uh, and even the other pilots are pretty fun. You know, Hangman, douchebag kind of a guy. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun. Not surprising. Definitely surprising that Joseph uh, Kaczynski went from making this to making the complete garbage movie that is Spiderhead. But, you know, uh, I'm excited. I love the Mission Impossible movie. So I would say this is definitely... This is definitely feels like, you know, it has that same kind of vibe as a Mission Impossible movie, but a little bit more simple, you know, which I'm fine with minimal. I'm good. I'm good. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Obviously, I'm sure everybody's seen it that wants to see it, but it's great. Uh, I'm glad I finally got to see it. I see what the hype is. Will it be my t on my top five list of 2022? I will be doing my top five movie list here coming soon in the next coming weeks. So we will see, because it is a great movie. But there's a lot of great movies that came out this year. So I don't know where it'll find. But it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And I'll probably be watching it more. I'll probably be putting it on multiple times in the background. Just because the action scenes are so much fun. It's so, so much fun. I wish, like, it makes me want to set up my projector and uh, turn the volume up and, and experience it even more like it would be in a theater. But check it out. Top Gun Maverick, if you haven't. Way better than the first movie. A great movie. You don't need to see the first movie, but if you have seen it, all of the references, and it does a lot of stuff to honor the first movie and, and pay respect, and uh, a great movie. Highly recommend it. Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Maverick Top Gun? Maverick Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Do that pilot shit.
New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.